Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. We've talked here before about how important it is to lead your kids to Christ and to get them involved in the scriptures. But sometimes, as parents, we might think that bringing God into our family discussions is more complicated than it really has to be. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. And Danny, there are some things in the scripture that we won't be able to understand until we get to heaven. Um, We don't have to make things, though, all too horribly complicated for our kids. It's okay to say, I don't know, and to move on. The key is to make sure that our children understand that we love Jesus, and that's real, and that's a real priority for us. It is, and it begins with the use of our time. And we just have been talking in the previous episodes about time and our use of time. And kids can begin to see what we value by how we use our time. And sometimes that could be uh, showing and displaying that we spend time with our Heavenly Father, that we have a relationship with God, that we believe in prayer, in the power of prayer, and what it can do, and leading our family in that, uh, having conversations about our love for Jesus and where we see Jesus working in our family. Mm -hmm. On our way to church, it's a long drive. And sometimes I'll ask, uh, where have you guys seen Jesus? Uh, where, Where have you guys seen God really working in your life? Yeah. More so, the, we say the Holy Spirit, right? Where have you seen the Holy Spirit moving around you, doing things in, in your life? And how can we be more aware this next mm-hmm. week? This is like that verse, that well-known verse in Deuteronomy. Um, you know, when you're sitting, when you're walking around, yeah. when you're standing up, uh, when you're laying down, just integrate God into all of life. Do so naturally. Your kids are going to pick up on that. Well, Josh McDowell explained how he was able to convey, very simply, God's love to his kids during the times, frankly, that he blew it as a dad, and he spoke about it with Jim Daly and me. Let me ask you this. In the book, you uh, describe something that I have often talked about on Focus on the Family, and that is the simplicity of the Word of God. It's not to diminish God's complexity. He's so much more complex than we are, and he created the universe, right? But when you look at it, what he's illustrated for us, the simplicity of him demonstrating parental characteristics as he deals with his kids, you know. And let me tell you, these are prodigal kids, Adam and Eve, right on down to us today. He's got a bunch of teenagers. Almost all kids of Christian parents in the Bible and New Testament have a problem with the kids. Right. And so from that perspective, talk about that simplicity and how you see God exemplifying the right way to be a dad, uh, be a parent for that matter, um, with their children. What are some of those lessons you pulled out of Scripture? One is this, if it is not real in your life, it'll never become real in the relationship of your marriage or your children. No truth. That's right. Is that I needed to learn how to fall in love with Jesus, how to personally live that out in my life. And then every time, not every time, majority of the time when I do something with my children, I said, you know, One of the reasons I do this is because this is what God has done. This is what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. And I would try to relate my actions back to the Heavenly Father. And it really worked. It really worked with my kids where I would tie up the good things and even the bad things. I said, you know, kids, your dad blew it here. And yet I'm not full of shame because Jesus knew I was going to blow it. And he took care of that and eternally passed with the cross. And... So I would do the good, the bad, and the ugly and relate it back 
to why Christ died on the cross, God's love for us, how his love is manifested in a way that I manifest my love to your mother and to you. Mm. And it's explaining my actions to my children. Yeah. Um, what motivates you to behave the way you behave. Right. I think that's great. You also mentioned appreciation, affirmation, and accountability. I love the triple A's. Um, describe for us what you're driving at for parents there, th- those practical applications of appreciating your kid. There are a number of parents listening right now saying, I don't have one single ounce of appreciation for that 13-year-old that could never take the garbage out. He never gets the dishes done. He's always losing something at school. He's probably doesn't doing that do his homework. Right? <laughs> doesn't do his homework. I'm just painting the picture. Yeah. Uh, but mention that in the context of appreciation, affirmation, and accountability. At the baptism, the heavens opened up, and the Heavenly Father said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. Hmm. What was God the Father doing? Saying, Jesus, I appreciate you. Most of the time we parent, and it's often taught within the church, we parent by catching kids doing things wrong and discipline them. Correct them. If you do that, you're going to have problems. You first, it doesn't mean you don't do that, but we first must catch our kids doing things right and express appreciation. Thank you, Kelly, for doing that. Your mom will appreciate you putting your clothes in the hamper. Sean, thank you for sweeping off the porch. I appreciate that. Mm. Now would you do the other half? But, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but my philosophy has always been, I've, I owe it to my children to catch them doing things right, right. and express appreciation. And John, I gotta tell you, and I believe this is a life biblical principle. The more I caught my kids doing things right and expressed appreciation, literally, there were the less things to do, catch them doing wrong and discipline them. Yeah. I think that's a life philosophy. That perhaps is the most uh, meaningful thing you can take away from today's program. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap up, Josh, there was one other aspect. You coined it the 4C process in the book. Just what are the 4Cs? The first C, consider the choice. Mm. Second, compare it to God. You see, the basis of right from wrong is a person, nature, and character of God. Compare it to God. Third, commit to God's way. And that can be the difficult one. But fourth, the fourth C is count on God's blessing. And with our children, when they would make choices, it might take six months later and say, honey, remember you made that choice? Look what just happened. Hmm. Keep an eye out for those things. That's right. Yeah. So you consider the choice, compare it to God, commit to God's way, and count on his blessing. Yeah, those are good. Those are the four C's that we raised our children on in making moral right choices. Uh, Josh, I think people are feeling this book you've written, Ten Commitments for Dads, is full of great dad wisdom. And I am so appreciative of you doing it, taking the time to write it down for us dads that maybe didn't have a good role model. But here's the key to use it. Mom, you get the book. (laughs) Dottie did this with everybody. Like James Dobson. I never read one of his books. My (laughs) wife would always read them, highlight it. Yeah, there you go. And I could read it in 15 minutes. (laughs) And and ladies, get the book, go through it and highlight things. Well, that's a great idea. Oh, give it to your husband. But then also I learned this, guys. Every time she would take, say, Dobson's book, yours books, anyone else, and highlight it, <laughs> she didn't highlight the best part of the book. She highlighted what she saw lacking in my, and I'm not making a joke here, what she saw lacking in my life from my relationship with her and my kids, that's what she highlighted. Yeah, and that's a, Ouch. That's a wise woman. Oh, I mean, That is wise. a wise woman. 
Well, Danny, in that clip, we heard Josh mentioning appreciation and accountability and affirmation and what a big difference those make in the lives of our kids. And he also talked about those four C's in making good choices. And let's go through those again and talk about how, um, as guys, we can apply those in our own lives. And the first one was consider the choice. That's yes, an interesting one. that's a big one, right? You're at an intersection and you're considering the options there. And that's something we don't always do and, and need to do. One big one for us as guys is, am I doing what I'm doing to gain approval? Hmm. Or am I doing this because God wants me to do this? And that's that's considering the choice, but then matching it up to what God says. That's the next one is compare it to God. Um, what God says is that we are God's masterpieces created for good things that he's prepared ahead of time for us to walk into. And that may be things that maybe aren't about gaining approval from other people. That's not really the case from, from God's standpoint. He's saying to love others with all our heart. And then it says to commit to God's way. So now we commit to that, that we are masterpieces. God has something for me to do, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit through prayer to, to go into that, to, to what God has for me as a parent and as I'm modeling that, and then counting on God's blessing. And that means a lot of times blessing people misinterpret as something really good for me. And blessing really means God's presence, hmm. that he will be with us no matter what we do. Like we see in Daniel, where Daniel says, you know what, no matter if God saves me, if he, if he does or he doesn't, I still love him with all my heart and still believe in him and trust in him. And he and, said this facing um, a fairly significant challenge in life. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was a big challenge. And so entering that and knowing that God's blessing isn't always comfortable. Hmm. I appreciate your wisdom and perspective on those matters. And Josh McDowell's book is 10 Commitments for Dads. He explains uh, other simple ways that you as a dad or even a mom can connect with your kids and help them to learn to make good choices. And we'll send a copy of that book to you for your donation of any amount to focus on the family today. Also, let me encourage you to check out our Launch Into the Teen Years kit. If you've got teenagers, it's an invaluable resource, and that's in our store. We're going to have links for uh, the book and donation opportunities and the Launch Into the Teen Years kit in the show notes. Next time, you'll hear from Dr. Meg Meeker. She has some great advice for moms and their sons when there's no dad in the picture. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.